Podcast. I am Teddy Calajimos Pinkett Smith Alcina. First of his name. Okay. Uh, I am Amanda. Did not prepare at all to have any sort of uh, esterol. Is it it? Yeah. Uh, Della Reese. That'll, that'll do it. Love it. That, that's it. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Cap it right on off. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> Welcome to the Entanglements, Egos, Exit Wounds, and Escape Routes to the North episode of the Opinionated Podcast. How's everybody doing today? How's everyone? Well, doing pretty well. Good. I was like, as usual, I guess we'll start this week's episode with our rant. I didn't really think of one other than the fact that, oh, uh, I actually know what I do know what my rant is. My rant is people who are always looking to just be so fucking deep. Like the oh. whole <laughs> fake deep kind of thing. Yes. Grand so, rising. Yeah. Stop. You just know when some people are going to use i guess they're contrarian style of whatever to just kind of be fake deep to make it seem like they're on the right side of things or whatever and it's personally irritating to me because i'm always looking and expecting it and it's never anywhere near deep it's always kelly rolling simply deep uh. which to me always is kind of shallow Jesus. um <laughs> so i guess that would be my rent for the week what about you mine is uh my inability to be the stripper that i envision myself being I know, right? in a perfect world where uh niggas and bitches have self-respect yeah. um those are gender and neutral self-control. those are gender neutral <laughs> pronouns as well um self-control uh self-respect respect of others um boundaries you know so i like therapy like therapy teaches about boundaries mm -hmm. and you know learning to say no and saying yes when you feel comfortable and like there's all kinds of whole shit shenanigans that i could really be indulging in but and enjoying but people don't know how to fucking act i swear it's like these goddamn susus it's <laughs> like you pop up in one you better hope you know some bitches in it because okay don't know how to act child they got them popping up paying out in one to two days and all type of mess and yeah. last time i checked she was supposed to be on some type of four week cycle so i just i don't know. i don't know what the people's doing but i don't have time for it but yeah so <laughs> that's that's my rant it's just niggas are really out here being extra disrespect i mean of course they have been you know it's it's been the name of the game for a while quite but some time if we can just get the equality in there i should be able to go up here shake my ass and do whatever i got to do make my money and then if i you know should accompany someone to the back get my money everybody you know does what they're supposed to do and not take advantage and not be doing extra shit you know picking up my dollars off the floor and shit. yeah picking up my dollars <laughs> or trying to you know get a little bit more than what you paid for like bitch well, uh, more than what's offered right like you don't walk out of piggly wiggly with a pick five and you got six come on like you don't do that it's just pick five it said pick five cinco that that's it one two three four fifth yeah. so that's what my rent is i've been uh my friend my good friend has got me on p valley i wanted to get into it so we've been getting into it and i just stripping was really something that i actually truly wanted to do me too. that's no cap like that's for real for real i wanted to strip me too i'm still not i still have not put the dream down. i haven't either i'm waiting on that perfect that perfect world where i can do some good old-fashioned down-home ho shit without no just really just disrespectful ass niggas that's really it Oh, yeah. being touched when you're not supposed to be touched trying to get extra shit that you didn't pay for like why can't it be a really like it's a good and a service yeah. yeah you pay for the good i provide the service and everybody leaves happy and healthy and whole and not feeling diminished and having low self-esteem and feeling disrespected and disenfranchised like who wants to sign up for that like i feel like stripping could really be <laughs> the thing that i envision myself being mm -hmm. but it's it's disrespectful niggas that keeps me out of that shit 
Yeah. Because I know I don't have it. Props out there to the the high grade stripper girls, the ones who are out here, you know, teaching the bitches, got lesions out here, yes, followers, fans, all of that good stuff. I hold so much esteem for y'all but i know the bullshit that you had to take to get there bitch i don't have and so my hat is off to all of you my sparkly bra my bustier all of that (laughs) boosty caca for y'all okay because for real like disrespectful niggas is my rant yeah thank you and and, 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 and they will probably make the list a few more times, I'm sure. <laughs> um, okay. But I guess uh, since we're moving on from our rants, first thing on our agenda today, um, the worst kept secret in Hollywood, uh. the August Jada and Will Triangle. Shout the coldest tea ever. Yes, that <laughs> niggas had to go through and put lemon and sugar and maybe a little lemonade and make it on a palm or somebody. But okay. um, I mean, I thought we've always known and made jokes that the Smiths were, um, as a lot of people call it, swingers or have open marriages and things like that. And I've actually seen Jada go on record before and pretty much kind of confirm that. So I think the only thing that we have new at this point is that it was August Alcina, but because they were already hanging out and shit like that, I just thought we were already. I think of people the are blown away because this is the the first confirmed person like confirmed confirmed like the person themselves confirmed that they were in it and then they came out and confirmed it as well mm-hmm. i think that made the warm the tea up maybe a degree just a, little bit. just a degree but when i tell you that the ice is still barely melting in this bitch like this is cold tea yeah, but the, it's the very people, cold for a hot summer day the people wanted it coming so. get you a cold cola or white tea uh-huh or coke and a smile child yeah. this the coldest tea ever but you know here we are so. Speaking of cold, though, child, that little seat Jada was sitting in, Indian style, baby, it's cold. Because when I tell you the way she sat down and got the fuck back up, she said, Whoop. that was the quickest red table talk I've ever seen, baby. Yep. Mama didn't have time to color in the lines. She still have time. She came down. She sat down. She said, I don't know what's wrong with this young boy. You <laughs> in so many words. <laughs> She's like, I tried to give man. him, tried to give him a little pussy, and goddamn it, he couldn't handle it. We wasn't expecting him to talk. He out here talking. So it, you know, it is what it is, baby. The cat back. Me and Will was into it. You know, a, a bitch good. was in an entanglement, honey. Uh-huh. And and I'm not mad at her word choice. Like, no, entanglement is perfectly fine. Because that is from her perspective. I think people need to understand that August and Jada were obviously on two different pages. And that happens in a lot of situationships, of relationships, all kinds of interactions with other people. There are always misunderstandings. There's your side, their side, and then there's that gooey center in the middle. Mm-hmm. So... I just don't understand what was wrong with her saying that she was in an entanglement because she was like, she did not have the same feelings as him. She did not approach the situation in the same way as him. And I absolutely do not think that she was being a predator because y'all don't have no problem saying that these 14, 15 year old girls, these grown ass men fucking around with, they fast. I knew what I was doing. They knew what they was doing. They They old enough. They old enough to know, but But four years ago, four, Four years ago, he was 23. He could have been ready to graduate college by then. Like, this is a grown man, and y'all are really out here coddling him. He got into an emotional entanglement with a still married woman. Mm -hmm. Nothing had really been solidified about what Will and Jada were going to do. She was still very much married. Because clearly they're not divorced. Clearly. So it's like... Where is this logic coming from? Why does the 23-year-old man get to be coddled and he was, you know, abandoned and she took advantage of him and she's a predator? But y'all don't say shit when these grown-ass men are out here and these 13, 14, 15, 16, 17-year-old girls are talking to these grown men and y'all like, well, she knew what she was doing. She was being fast. And y'all don't give them niggas no static. Yeah, I was like, what is that? Th- to me, it's crazy because it's like people are like, oh well, he was at a vulnerable spot in his life. Shit, she, she was, was too. too. Like, how many times have we seen people connect off of their hurt and exactly. and go through and bond off of that hurt? But the thing is, is that hurt does not sustain or maintain a relationship. There has to be other things of value that are there to help keep the relationship up. And clearly, she still wanted to be with her husband. Exactly. So what it sounds like to me is she gave. Him some world class grade A cool cat pussy. <laughs> hey, all you cool and cats and kittens. You hear me? Cool cats and kittens. Okay. Carol Baskin. She Carol, Carol Baskin pussy. Child okay. and motherfucking Blue turn his bag. motherfucking world back. <laughs> Relax that ass. Do you hear me? Yeah. Like he is out here just 
wearing his good Keisha Cole wig uh-huh. and in interviews telling all their business. Child, which is the problem for me. Yes. Because you can tell your truth without exposing somebody else. He could have said he was in he was in a relationship with a married woman and some things happened and blah blah. He could have spilled. And we could allude it to whatever, but still nothing would be confirmed. Yeah, like I, and I really truly feel like in in a few years he's gonna be he's gonna look back on this situation and be like wow that was really foolish yeah oh for that sure that was a very foolish thing for me to do it felt really young and immature especially I guess you know given the context that you know they are a much older couple or not much mm-hmm. older but they're an older couple than you know than it is compared to him um and you know with him being the younger person it just lends itself to immaturity and you out here getting a little piece of something and gotta run back and tell your folks or gotta run back and tell the world i just i really for me thought it was kind of like a whole move because like you a man out here running your mouth like you know people was out here wearing superhead and shit out for you know writing books and selling people business Uh but it's okay for him too yeah like okay. I don't know, it, I just wasn't feeling it. You know, if he want to do what he want to do, he can. I can't stop him. Clearly, I didn't. But you know, what I'm saying for me, if my opinion is brought into it, I just think it was a whole move. Yeah. So it was, it was unnecessary. You can say what you need to say without, because you can tell your truth without exposing somebody else's truth. There was absolutely no reason for him to put her name in it. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with telling your story because it did happen to him. That is his story. That is his truth. And I will never deny anybody not sharing their own story, what happened to them. But if you know that you're engaged in something that they are hush hush about and you went into it with that agreement, you knew if you didn't know nothing about it, you knew that you knew that they wouldn't want that out there. Mm-hmm. So it's like, why couldn't you just say what you needed to say without putting names to it? You knew you had an album dropping. You knew that now you got go a nowhere. single talking about entanglement. Like this is just so childish. And it just reminds me that I just will not date someone that much younger than me. Well, I tell you, like I can't even date somebody 10 years younger than me, let alone a whole college age nigga. Ain't that it, us, my like, child's no. friend age. Like no way. It's no. so, it's so crazy to me because it's like, you know, with the situation with him, it's like he really came in and just got to run in his mouth. And it it's for it's for not. But what I will bring about in the situation and what I do appreciate about Jada that I think uh came in, you know, by way of her maturity. Mm-hmm. Um and I also just from my opinion, maybe just say that, you know, as a woman, I thought that it was really, really um upstanding that she came out and defended his truth hell yeah like she didn't have to say nothing or whatever she could have let her fans and the red table talk feel how they feel she could have let people continue to call him a liar and x y and z and she came i was like no he's he's telling the truth or you know a version of it and you know so don't beat up on him and x y and z and still didn't really take any you know, for real deal, jabs at him. No, and like, she didn't need to because that's that's what the maturity yeah, that's, is. Yeah, that's like, that's I'm business. Here, I'm gonna say what I gotta say. Yeah, my husband is sitting right here, but you know, I said I was gonna call myself to the table. We gonna sit down real coolly, get these little thirteen minutes in. Here you go. This is what y'all wanted. Great, but I really don't see the only problem that I feel that Jada, the mistake that Jada made because she was in a bad place as well that people keep forgetting, is that she just dealt with someone that did not have enough life experience. Yeah. That was all that I saw in the situation. She was dealing with someone who was still pretty new in adulthood. He was definitely of age. Mm -hmm. So he had, you know, he could walk away and he did. Mm -hmm. And that's another thing. He walked away. But she wasn't he keeping him locked up. So what up do you need to? Why are you out here blazing everything when you're the one who walked away? It ain't like she snatched the cat back from you and then now you out here hurt and jaded. You know. But you know what? I feel like jaded. To me, I kind of feel like maybe she did snatch the cat cat back and went back with her husband, and that was just too much for him to deal with. Oh like, well, yeah, that could I don't want to. You know, this yeah. was whatever. But I want to go back to my family. And hold on, what? I thought we were in love. I thought we were. What about forever? What about... And she like, uh... I I don't remember none of that. Two motherfucking kids by this nigga. I claim his third. We've been married. We are black Hollywood couple goals. Um, you know, it's just, it's just too much. And you don't we have, have said so many times that this shit is... We not going nowhere. And I also want people to not necessarily jump on the train that Will is just out here and his hurt is... You know, X, Y, and Z. We don't know what's going on with that man. For all we know, he could have been and got his backs. 
He seemed to be cool at the table. They were emotional, but they're a couple. This is love. This is their feelings they're talking about. So to me, it's not uncommon to see him go through and maybe get emotional when they're hashing up some old stuff. Right. But, you know, Will Smith is a powerful man. He's an attractive man. He's got money. I'm sure he does not have a problem goddamn going through and maybe striking a deal to get even or X, Y, and Z if he wanted to, if he hasn't already. If he hasn't so, already. And who's to say that Will ain't had his own little dalliances? Like, thank we've you. been talking about them being an open couple for a good decade. Because y'all swore up and down he was with now. Dwayne Martin. And then y'all swore up and down he was with Margot Robbie when he was doing Suicide Squad. Like, people have been linked to Will. So, it's not like he's just so just the hurt husband. They've had a monogamous thing and they've never done blah, blah. Like, Come on now, like, just because y'all see him at the table looking or whatever, like, y'all don't know what was going on. Y'all taking a 13-minute clip and decided that you know this man's entire psychological you hear me? just status at this moment. And we know that that is not correct. So. Yeah, at all. Um, but with that, it brings us to, dun-dun-dun, Teddy's top 20 entanglements of all time. I sat my black ass down and decided I was going to open my iPhone and make a list of all of the motherfucking entanglements that I could think of. And I ranked them. And this is the order I did. You can swap these hoes around if you want to, but that's why this is Teddy's top 20, not yours. Let's get it. Um, So, top 20. Dun-dun-dun. Susus. It's an entanglement that's going around the cities left and right. Um, Number 19, we have bacon, lettuce, and tomato. Entanglement. Pretty, you know, traditional. Heavy, yeah. Um, number eighteen is future. He's an entanglement by himself. Oh my god, he's a web. He's, he's just a web of entanglement, child. Walking around just all just tied up. Tied up. <laughs> um, seventeen, of course, August, Jade, and Will. List they made the list pretty low because I feel like again, this is just not new tea. Like yeah. this is, you know, I mean, a little bit with August, but eh, it's been sitting. There. It ain't just blew the world. Um, top twenty entanglements. Number sixteen, we have Destiny's Child. I feel like that was pretty good entanglement of uh, rotating members and, and things of that nature. Didn't tell nobody. At, just bam, new yeah, bitches. Yeah, popped up in the video. New bitch. I'm at here. one point, we were just like, oh, now who is this? And it was, oh, now she's gone. Goddamn. Um, so that was that. Uh, moving on, number 15 is Ed, Ed, and Eddie. 14 is Lil Wayne's Dreads. <laughs> number 13 is Jody, Yvette, and Peanut. Oh, my God. Number 12 is Sopranos, Altos, and Tennis. Uh-huh. Who's I more entangled? I screamed when I saw that. that. Screamed. Um, 11 is Oprah, Statement, and Gail. I know some people probably maybe went a little higher, but I just feel like <laughs> at this point, we kind of, you know. That's OT as that's well. That's OT as well. Um, cracking our top 10, we have Tara, Amina, and Peter Guns from Love and Hip Hop New York. Oh, wow. That was Horrible entanglement. Crazy. Just hard to watch. It was. Um, number nine for my Marvel fans, Cyclops, Wolverine, and Jean Grey. Don't know about it, but okay. They have. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Wolverine's always trying to pop up on Jean Grey. Uh-huh. Knowing good and damn well, that's his teammate's wife. Because I used to watch the series. Like yeah. The little cartoons. How's so I don't everybody? know about the new, the new little movies and shit. Yeah. I definitely know the old school 90s. How's team. everybody? Yeah. That's, that's exactly how I feel. Um, number eight is the Flavor of Love seasons one and two. Couldn't just do <laughs> any of that. Enjoyable. Just... Both of those were probably some of our first introductions to entanglement on the big screen. Okay. Outside of a movie format. So right. that was pretty interesting. Um, anybody like me that grew up watching soap operas, number seven, uh, John Black, Dr. Marlena Evans, and Roman Brady with special guest Stefano Demera. Yes, featuring Stefano um, Demera. That little goddamn... I can't even call it menagerie. That little four-way kind of deal was just (laughs) all of the entanglement. He's kidnapping this bitch, and then she's getting a lobotomy, and this nigga been been reset like a damn phone six, seven, eight times, and this man went to the island and came back. Like, it was just, woof. I think Roman left, came back with a new face. It was Uh, was just so much. Who is this man? Dr. Marlena Evans. That poor lady just went through it. (laughs) Um, Number six, we have Bobby Brown, Whitney Houston, and Robin. Mm. If anybody's watched any of those Whitney documentaries or anything mm. like that, you will definitely know who Robin is. And you Robin will definitely was know what I'm talking back about. In the day. Woo. I sure would have, Chad. I sure would have. <laughs> that it. Cracking our top five, we have Brandy, Monica, and the boy. Yes. One of our original entanglements from the 90s. Not Got both yours, of them a Grammy. So that's mine. nice. Um, number four, probably one of the more popular of these days, Stevie J, Jocelyn, and Mimi. Oh, the Hey Maid. Hey Maid. I see Puerto Rican Princess with. <laughs> 
Splinter, the the sewer pretty boy rat, just oh god, and all those rat faces. Uh, number three, as we crack our top ten, comes out to be one of the most famous entanglements of our political system: Monica Lewinsky, Bill Clinton, and Hillary Clinton. Justice for Monica. Yeah, and I'm actually still waiting for that American Crime Story they're going to do, but I think the Rona has pushed it back. Probably. But I'm ready to get into the details of that. Yes. Um, number two. Um, which a lot of people were probably hoping to be number one, but I think I have a better number one for that. Um, number two is Biggie, Faith, and Look Him. Mm, wow. Hip hop's, yes. I mean, like, oldest, this man, oldest entanglement. This man child. is dead, and both of y'all is at this funeral crying, toe up, as this young man, y'all, still shouting him out individually, like, this is my husband, this was my nigga. And, I mean, I, we're at a point where they've gotten cool, so let's just let them stay cool. Let them stay cool. Biggie's dead, but, and, you know, there's no reason to beef no more. But entanglement <laughs> nonetheless. Yeah, yeah. So, with our number one entanglement of Teddy's top 20 entanglements of all time, we have God, Mary, and Joseph. Boy, the original entanglement. The original entanglement. Like, Mary and Joseph was chilling, living their best little couple life. Somehow she's pregnant with God's baby, but God didn't hit nothing. And Joseph is out here taking care of it. If that is not an entanglement, I don't know what the fuck is. I, I don't know what is. So that concludes my entanglement list. Mm-hmm. I understand that you have an entanglement playlist of songs to read. Well, you know, we just going to go with uh, 10 little ditties here to enliven your entanglements mm-hmm. um, as they are happening. Because we know they're still happening. We know oh, Rona yes, ain't ended no entanglements. Mm-hmm. They probably come to light by now. So y'all really need these songs to uh, help you out. Mm-hmm. So rounding this top 10, we're going to start at number 10 with Rihanna, Unfaithful. Oh, well, yeah. Oh, this yeah. is when uh, Rihanna still had them shaky vocals. But, you know, we, oh, was, yeah. letting her, we was letting her get away with it. And, shaky you know, vocals and a jet black bob. You know, we're here. Number nine, Orange Juice Jones in the rain. Mm. Mm. Rain down. How's so sad. We got number eight, Meg the Stallion, Hot Girl Summer. Woo! This song had niggas in they feelings. It did. It was an entanglement of feelings. Woo! Who was going to win the summer? They were spilling out everywhere. Number seven, Amy Winehouse. You know I'm no good. I mean, baby. Hey. Hey. <laughs> When you gotta tell somebody. You got to be careful who you entangle with. But when they look, Maya Angelou said, "If it, look, if someone shows you who they are, believe them the first time." <laughs> okay. All right, number six, Erica Badu, "Next Lifetime," oh, which yes. is one of my favorites. Mine too. Erica said, "I'm not getting in the entanglement." She said, "I'll maybe see you next lifetime." But though. baby, if the, if it come on around again next lifetime and this nigga still not here, bet. That's it's me and you. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm walking away from. I bet y'all see you next lifetime. Yes, we'll be butterflies. Okay. I'm so, so <laughs> Number five, Nelly and Kelly Rowland, Dilemma, which is a song yeah. I actually thought about. I was like, this should be on here. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm definitely with that. Kelly was out here trying to text a nigga on the uh, Excel spreadsheet. Yes, she was. was <laughs> she was like, I don't know what the fuck this is. I don't on know what this ATT two way pager. She still get asked about that. She do. People be like, so girl, it's you, like, girl, you, had, you wrote some you. code and didn't you, baby? You was about to put some words in and have it fired off some actions. Yes. <laughs> Number four, Mr. Make You Sweat himself, Keith Sweat, Some Ain't Right. Mm. Mm-hmm. Some Ain't Right and it's an entanglement. Mm-hmm. It's, it's Twisted on now? I don't know. I'm maybe uh-uh. going to listen. No, but Twisted. Twisted should definitely, definitely be on that, baby. Because uh-huh, that video? Yeah. That, that, yeah, that's go, an entanglement. Go do your homework. Yes, ma'am. All right. Number three, TLC. Mm-hmm. So I Korean. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. They was already telling you, the if no one. second of loneliness. He kept pushing me away. So guess what? I so tripped, flipped, and dipped into an entanglement. Yes, ma'am. Number two, Kelly Price, As We Lay, oh, yeah. which is a great old remake. Oh, old Shirley Murdoch. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. She said, And the folks was mad because uh, Kelly took Vivica's man. I mean, and now it's time for us to say goodbye. Yeah. But. Now it's time we gonna be laying again. Don't worry about it. We're going to be laying again. This ain't the first one. And the Yes, you leave me. I know you got to hurry home to face you. Yes. Why? Yes. Yes. Oh my god. Kelly did yes, that. Kelly, Kelly did the shit out there. Kelly fucking did that. I love it. It was amazing to me. But oh, the yes, number one, though. Mm-hmm. Number one. Oh, everybody knows take, it. Everybody knows it because it was celebratory. 
Yeah. It was saying, bitch, I'm in an entanglement and I like it. Oh, uh-huh, and I'm like, I'm not gonna say nothing. Where most bitches hate it here, we love it. Here. I'm gonna tell you how they came in and said, Did anybody see ya? Did they see you? Coming to my house last night. When I got your message on my beeper. That you wanna do anything I like. Alright. All right. Like being in the same room with you, you and your girlfriend, the fact that she don't know, she don't it know. really turns me on. Yes. <laughs> Come yes. on, Tasha Scott and Candy Burris. Okay. I don't care what y'all say, baby. Candy made that song for me. Candy she did. That note. I will give. I will I give. Won't let the people. I will give Candace that. I go through and delete Candy Burris <laughs> out of the escape history. I won't let them. Because Candy was right there singing lead with Tasha. Everybody cheats, <laughs> but you gotta know how. You, you gotta, gotta know, know when. You, you gotta, gotta know, know why. Oh my! <laughs> yes, but oh my! Eight. You gotta what? Know why? Oh my! <laughs> oh my! <laughs> but number one, yes, ma'am. Escape mm-hmm. my little secret I because if you because if you're gonna be in entanglement, you might as well enjoy. It. Yeah, I mean, you know what I'm saying you if like it, they like it. it. Let's just keep it a secret. Let's be grown. That's what August should have listened to my little secret instead yes. of coming out here and selling all the like, business yes. like that. Exactly. I, that's just so so low down and. So, you know, feel free to let us know your playlist yeah. hits for mm-hmm. entanglements. Because I know there are more than 10. This yes. is just what we got. But, you know, drop them on the comments. And it really, and it goes across genres. Please, please. Because, so, you, you know, you go to country entanglement, bring it on. <laughs> yes. I don't mind. I don't mind. Please do. Yes, ma'am. Moving forward in our conversation, child, apparently Tory Lanez thought he was Eddie Murphy and uh, Megan Thee Stallion was supposed to be Della Reese. Just shot my um, pinky toe. Because from what it sounds like, the streets are saying that Tory Lanez has shot our savage hot girl for the summer and summers to go on, Miss Megan Stallion. And I'm pissed about it. Like, now, we don't know for sure if he did it, but Spidey Sense is saying maybe he did. Everybody's alluding to the fact that he did. He's got a gun charge. She got shot by a gun. And it was at the same time that these things happened. But I'm like, who shot my bitch? Like, yeah. no. You don't you don't go out here shooting stuff. Well, we ready to ride out. Megan is out here doing her own thing. She's right. She's got something with Beyonce. She got number one. She is just, you know what I'm saying? She's in a little bad contract type deal. They want to release her shit. So let this lady work. Like she ain't done nothing to nobody, but she out here trying to have fun and you know what I'm saying, be, be the younger version of Nene Leaks in the face. That's oh, not you Lord, know what I'm saying. Let her do please, it. Please, God, please. I love it. <laughs> so that was that's that tea from Give the streets. Better soon, Meg. Um outside of the streets, on the political streets of the political airways. President hopeful Kanye West decides to open his mouth again and give us a modified black history lesson. I'm so tired of Kanye. Like, he can go. I'm bored. Yeah, I'm, I'm like, I'm people bored. are just always like, he's got a mental illness, he's got a mental illness, and we don't want to be dismissive of that. Um, but when stuff comes out, I mean, we're allowed to comment and commentate and, and provide opinions. So stop making it seem like mental illness mental health struggles or mental illness are why a person believes what they believe. He already had those opinions, Mm -hmm. but his, his mental state can make it hard for him to keep those opinions to himself. Kanye West is an asshole, but he he is not, but he is not an asshole because he has bipolar disorder or whatever he's been diagnosed with. Like those two things do not go together. So stop using mental illness. And I feel like it just shines negatively on people that actually do struggle with mental illness Mm -hmm. that are not out here saying whatever the fuck he's saying. Like I said, I'm bored with Kanye. I don't look at whatever he's doing. I really don't care about him. Um, Maybe somebody flashed him and now he's starting to tell the stories of whatever's happening with Kim and Chris and all of that. Speaking of somebody flashing him. I've actually got a collection of tweets from the Yeezus himself. Oh, well, um, please. And here's what they say. Well, um, t- Tweet one. Everybody knows the movie Get Out is about me. All right. Tweet two. <laughs> I put my life on my God that North's mom would never photograph her doing Playboy, and that's on God. I'm at the ranch. Come and get me. Okay. On God is the next is it tweet. The Hidden Valley Ranch, or I, you know, who knows? Okay. Um, he continued to write, "If I get locked up like Mandela, y'all know why." Ugh, okay. Um, he posted a picture of his four kids. The West children will never do Playboy. Well, okay. Um, he continued that with, "I love my wife. My family must live next to me. It's not up to E or NBC anymore." All right. NBC <laughs> locked up Bill Cosby. Okay. 
Ken was trying to fly to Wyoming with a doctor to lock me up like on the movie Get Out because I cried about saving my daughter's life yesterday. Now, did the doctor, was there a doctor that locked somebody up and get out? I mean, I guess maybe she was, was she was a psychiatrist or something. I don't know. She was a hip, maybe a hypnotherapist. Yeah. So, well, she had the little tea in the cup and all and that the spoon stuff. and shit. But I was like, you know, if Kim is trying to do that, kudos. That's what the fuck people around you should do. Like, I understand everybody just does not like Kim or the Kardashians for that part. But what I will say at this point is it seems like they are two for two at really trying to stick by their husbands. Because yeah. Chloe was definitely there for Lamar. Mm-hmm. I don't care what anybody says. She, was. she took care of him and did all she could to make sure that man was okay. And I don't see why Kim wouldn't do the same thing. Like, I know a lot of people like to bring up the fact that she's you know, narcissistic and all about herself, but I think that there's a space that exists within her that recognizes this is the father of my children. And he is so, out here wildly. You know what I'm saying? This is, this is important, and it actually means something. So Yeah, I hope... The only thing I got to say about Kanye, like I said, his antics and stuff are boring to me. Like, I definitely hope that he is coping with his mental health struggles as he needs to, whether that be medication, therapy, taking some time away, putting the social media down, doing whatever that needs to be done. But like I said, I'm bored. Get the help that you need, sir. But let's stop using the stigma of having mental health um, struggles be the reason why someone believes what they believe. Just because he's bipolar does not mean that bipolar people think that Harriet Tubman did not free slaves or right. do all of this other stuff. Right. Like, that's an original thought of his own. That's an original thought of his own. He just couldn't keep it to himself because he could have been experiencing mania. Yeah. But let's let's make sure that we're weighing things how they are because it can be very ableist and can harm the greater mental health community at large by using someone with such a platform and such visibility to typecast oh this is what bipolar looks like it is individual to every person depression looks different in different people anxiety looks different in different people mania all of that stuff so just make sure that when you're tweeting your tweets and having your fun that you're not conflating the two because they don't go together and it's crazy because you know you got people who just believe radical things so it just takes you to say something radical or to take a picture next to dave chappelle and they're like oh Y'all are missing it. Y'all aren't woke. Yeah, blah, blah, blah. Like, Dave Chappelle <laughs> left the industry not for any type of mental illness or whatever like that. He stood on his morals and his ground and, you know, in the fact that he was not going to do what they wanted him to do in the way that they wanted him to do it. Right. There's a difference between taking a stand and just goddamn outright having an episode. Exactly. So, you know, it, when, when people are looking for things, they'll find them. Mm-hmm. If you're looking for any of this to be true – You'll find it to be true because that's what you want. But it's for literally me, called confirmation bias. Yeah, I think that, you know, we live in a world where sometimes people forget that Hollywood and people in Hollywood often participate in, you know, smoke and mirrors and all that type of things mm-hmm. to make shit seem like it's more than what it is or to kind of create some commotion around the release of a project, which he does have coming out. He has a new album coming out called Donda. So with these type of things said, the fact that you do all of this and then immediately follow this manic episode or so on with the track listing of your new CD makes it hard to really feel all of the feels and, you know, take it into that serious space of you just, goddamn it, like having an episode or whatever and it being out of your control. Yeah. At this point, it feels real intentional and like it's meant to boost your album sales, which is what happened last time. Because like, it is intentional. Like, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, it is intentional. Like, just because he does have bipolar disorder does not mean that he is not using manipulative tactics mm-hmm. and other things to get and keep attention. Yeah. Like, it. Because he did this with the Jesus is King album and X, Y, and Z. Like, slavery was a choice and X, Y, and Z. And then here shortly comes an album. And then here's this. And then here shortly comes an album. And it's like, you know. We, we can see you. Yeah, we can see you. Like, we clearly can see that you need help. But in order for you to get that same help, you know, in order you gotta for us. You got to participate in that. Yeah, like, you got to participate. If there's medicine you need to take, you got to take it. Yeah. If there's shit you got to do, you got to do it. Like, you got to participate in your own recovery. And somebody brought up Azealia Banks because, you know, nobody came to her defense when she was out here saying stuff. So it's like if Kanye's out here exhibiting any of those type of uh behaviors and stunts and antics it's all mental health it's all mental health get kanye help when it was azealia banks all that bitch need to shut up she need to go kill herself why is she even talking yada 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 so 
you know, where was this sympathy when Azealia clearly needed someone to tap her on her shoulder and take her phone away and, you know, just give her a little, uh, some tea and a, and a, a cool rag to go lay down and, and just take a little breather, Calm my nerves. you know, <laughs> like where, where was that sympathy at? So once again, we see where another person, another black man is getting coddled when somebody else who was exhibiting similar behaviors of doing things for shock and attention and all of that stuff she did not no one commented on her mental health it was just like this bitch need to sit down she shut up what's wrong with her why is she doing all of this why is she even talking about this who does she think she is blah 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 but kanye does it it's like oh lord somebody go save kanye where's the where's the help why is no one helping him and it's like both of them clearly need help in my opinion both yes. of them clearly exhibited things that showed where their beliefs were not their beliefs, but their antics were exacerbated by their symptoms, but their symptoms did not cause them to think the things that they think. Yeah. Those are their own minds. Yeah. And they have to take responsibility for that. Exactly. Continuing on uh, the road of mental um, health or whatever you want to kind of send out a special, um, just moment of, I guess, love or positive energy yeah. or so on for Miss Tamar Esteen Braxton. Yes, um, Tamar was found unresponsive by her fiance, um, David, and at that point, more information came out um, as it related to what may have led up to that. Mm-hmm. Um, there were different things that happened that people took note of. One is that she added the word slave to her Twitter handle or like kind of Twitter display name. Mm-hmm. So it was like Tamar Slave Braxton. And that a lot of what was going on had to do with the network that she's with now, WeTV, and how they've pretty much kind of destroyed her family by always looking to highlight the negative or play up the negative for the Braxton family values. And then with this new show that she has, I think there was mention of the fact that she doesn't own like her ideas, her image or anything like that. And Mm. everything is pretty much just based on everyone else. For me, what I found especially disturbing is that like the last tweet that she posted or the last Instagram post she told she posted mm-hmm. was a repost from 2017, but it was her singing like Mariah Carey breakdown. Mm. And then, you know, like her son is in the video, just like screaming, mom, 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 mom. Just, it felt like it painted just a moment of her. Like highlighting where she was. Maybe. And what... and, like I said, I, because we know it's with the label next one Z. It just, for me, in my eyes, (laughs) it looked like a video of someone in a situation where a lot was, I guess, being asked of them in the moment by demonstration of the child. Um, But past that, the the more chilling portion for me was the fact that she's singing Breakdown. And it could completely be a coincidence. I know she's a Mariah Carey fan. She might have just liked the video, and it could have absolutely nothing to do with what i'm talking about but from mine eyes yes i was like oh this is a little chilling but yeah love and light to tamar yeah for sure um moving on from there um i also want to acknowledge the life of naya rivera Mm -hmm. you may have known her as um the character santana i believe on glee yeah that came on Fox, and if you've been watching the news, you know that she was involved in, um, I guess a drowning accident is probably the best way to yeah. say it. She yeah. was on a boat with her son, and um, I'm I, I'm guessing that she jumped in to swim or so. Um, the last reports that I read was that she got tangled on some debris, um, mm-hmm. I guess while in the water or under the water, um, and drowned. There are accounts where people are saying that I guess maybe they both were, and her last thing was to put him right back on, on the, the boat, boat and save him. And then she kind of ran out of yeah, ran out of steam. Yeah, and so you know, all in all, it's a very very sad story for um, a young up and coming actress um, who still had plenty of life in front of her. So yeah. you know, love and light to the family of Miss Rivera, and and that to include her son. Yes. Um, speaking of children. The queen of rap, Miss Nicki Minaj, is pregnant. (laughs) And for me, I'm just like, you're pregnant. Everybody around you is a sex offender. Like, I know that it's just not like her participating in it, but it just, the affiliations bother me. I can't just, I can't overlook it. Like your brother, you you know, he's, he's a live his own life. You can't go through and 
change who he is or what he does. Right. Um, so, you know, I think people kind of look past that. Um, then, you know, you get married to someone who is on the sex offender list and there are people who can explain away um, why he's on it. And I guess that it was a technicality or a system of the, you know, uh, or an example of the system not working properly for him. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, you got done working with the troll head ass Takashi. Um, I think my bias is more just as a fan on some entertainment shit right. or whatnot. Um, cause I do understand that that's her job. Um, and part of me just wanted to be petty and say it, <laughs> um, if I'm being just a thousand, but you oh, know, Nicki Minaj is pregnant and congratulations. Child ain't got nothing to do with anything she's done. So right. hope she has a happy and healthy baby. Congrats, Nicholas. Enjoyed the pictures. Just wish that hair wasn't yellow. I wish that hair was any color, oh, but I know, yellow. I know just any, any other color, it, but that yellow irritated me i'm kind of like damn why not why did i do no pictures like this <laughs> when i was pregnant like, what was i thinking about Mm-mm. but yeah congrats nick yes congrats nickelodeon moving forward <laughs> um i don't know if anyone knows the names aren't very popular but if you remember um in st louis there were um a husband and wife who were outside holding their guns at like people protesting and things like that and apparently it's because they were afraid and instead of going in the house where no one was trying to get into and just whatever <laughs> you take they your fear out. and your fear makes you come outside with your gun um so charges were filed against them by the st louis prosecutors on this past monday so i'm just like yes hopefully they get a guilty verdict and you know like six six years under the jail yeah whatever nobody's believing that we scared shit yeah like, i mean and you don't do that like when you're scared of something or there's fear and you have protection by way of a house. Take your ass in the house. Like, bitch, I don't see no cross burning in your yard. I don't see nobody throwing in uh, pipe bombs or nothing. I don't see nobody picking in. No. Goddamn, taking horses and, and white hoods and pillowcases and sheets uh-huh. and riding around in circles on your on your land. Right. Nothing. None of that. So, so miss really me sure. with it. You'll be the fuck all right. Exactly. Um, actually, on a more positive note, um, any of our listeners that are of the lgbtqia community or you know or you're an ally or you know you simply just don't hate us um (laughs) you if you've been keeping up with content from you know uh writers like patrick and polk and stuff like that you probably are aware of a little show called noah's art that used to be on back in the day on logo um, you know, and it pretty much was like our gay version of Sex in the City, if you will. Yes, it was. Just kind of your gay version, Sex in the City, girl Golden Girls, girlfriends, like, all, that, all of that. Your standard four character formula. Uh huh. And the slut, the hopeless romantic, the the, the smart co- comedic relief, and uh-huh. then you know your the kind of smart up dry really one. type. Yeah, like yeah. kind of keeps the your glue. B Arthur. Yes, your B uh huh. Yes, definitely. So it's like that Bornack. was Yes ma'am. So um Patrick Ian Polk actually ended up filming and uploading to YouTube if it's still there, um Noah's Ark the Rona Chronicles, which is a new I guess uh, would you call it a movie or I guess it's called a special. It's a special. It's a new special because mm-hmm, it's picking um, up in modern day as corona and the protests and all of that stuff is going on right yeah. now yeah so and it's just it was it was really nice it was nice to see familiar faces yes. it was also nice to see ricky although his face wasn't very familiar yes. i don't know I what mean, happened there because everybody got little, older but he got he got a little younger maybe yeah. around the nose and the cheeks mm-hmm. those, Some of those new. parts aren't yeah those, yeah, aren't, those, aren't, those aren't legal factory. yet those aren't factory yeah <laughs> <laughs> they're not homegrown either no and um so you know but you know just great to see Burgess ricky there is uh chances Alex, bro- i mean yeah Alex's brother. brother i loved it I when they like, got to sing the song from the whiz <laughs> i said oh bitch i've been waiting for this Woo! but he said don't tip my tongue and tell me it's raining okay i screamed child wanda sykes is uh noah's mama. noah's mama even though we had a different mama in the movie didn't we yeah but fuck it you know okay i mean you know we pick it up now yeah so, you know you gotta have you know your little special guests and things like yeah that. to give it a little elevation baby when i tell you that i had a whole noah's arc I went back to season one, episode one, yeah. and watched everything. I watched both seasons. How's everybody? And at? Jump in the Broom, and then followed up. When I tell you I was on Noah's Ark for like a day and a half, like I watched everything from the beginning to the end. And I was just like, oh my God, why did this show? Like, I really, whoever is that logo, whoever was that logo, 
I still want to cuss y'all the fuck out. Yeah. Cause I just, because I we could have been so far into, like, a good series. Like, they could have had so many good seasons. Oh, yeah. Like, I really wanted to know what happened between, like, him and Junito. Mm-hmm. Like, they didn't really kind of cross that. It seemed like they were in the Rona Chronicles. If you watch, you know, I don't really know if this is giving anything away. But they're kind of interacting, you know, again, as if they're kind of getting to know each other all over again mm-hmm. or getting back in touch. Um, Alex and Trey are still married. Mm-hmm. Love that. Mm-hmm. Um Chance and Trey. No, Chance and what is his name? I've been watching it all weekend. Hold on, I can go. Hold on. So there's Alex and Trey. Uh huh. And there's Chance and Good God. I I know Kenya. I know the daughter. Yeah, we know Kenya. Little Egypt is so cute. Damn, what is his name? Chance Eddie. Eddie. Yep, Eddie. Chance and Eddie. Chance and Eddie, and then. Noah and Wade. Yeah, of course. Of course. And then Ricky and all of Jacked and Grinder. Uh-huh. When what's gonna say, Ricky, I don't know why you're on Jack. You know you don't like black boys. I holler. I scream. He said I'm he said actually I'm equal opportunity. I'm on Jack and And I was like, Well yeah, because I was like he has he had a couple of share of black boys in the first and second. He did, you know. he had black like Ricky was real opportunity. What you really didn't see him was like white boys. Yeah. Like really. Which I'm glad for, because we had enough of that in Queers Folk. Like, you know, nothing against the white girls, but, you know, just a little representation out here. We just, you know, we got to lack, so we got to fill it up. Yes. Um, But, yeah, if you you haven't seen it, Noah's Ark, the Rona Chronicles, was laugh out loud funny for me. Um, Alex is still the comedic center of the show. Noah doesn't look any older than he did before. Mm -hmm. Actually, none of them really do, with the exception of, I told you, Ricky just looks a little new around the nose and the mouth. Um, yeah, Eddie's a gotten a little, but he still looks himself. It's like his wrinkles. I mean, not his wrinkles. It's like his freckles got a little darker. Mm-hmm. Trey still looks preserved. Yes, he does. Janito got a nice little Trey smoky. Trey was sitting there, no lie. I look like, is this John Cena? For, Trey ah! looks like goddamn John Cena yeah, with, that, with that, that hair. hair. Yeah. I said, baby. He's got that John new uh, that new John Cena, I'm uh, goddamn Jim Varney, a.k.a. Ernest Goes to Wrestling hair. Because <laughs> John Cena's starting to look more like Ernest as he grows up to me. Because he's doing the rock route. He's yeah. like, I don't wrestle anymore now i'm a now i'm a serious actor but it's like it's like it's the serious. hair because i think it's the hair and also how he presented himself as a wrestler because he was yeah. real marky mark like he really was you know the jeans everything was very urban mm-hmm. if you will and now he's like i'm good and clean. now i'm a good clean cut republican white boy type i of play deal. marines in movies i was like so. well what is this hair doing like can you still do like a buzz cut or a Cause this little oh Brandy was in there too. They slid Brandy on in they there. They sure did. That was cute. Yeah, not the not the vocal bible. No, not, not the, the vo- not the vocal sticky note. But Ooh, we're talking ooh, about vocal pan flute. Yeah. Hey, speaking, <laughs> I hate to do it because we do this all the time. Well, let's go ahead. But and jump. every time I hear vocal bible, it just does something in me. It burns my business. Like I don't have anything wrong with that lady, Brandy Rayana Norwood. And is, she didn't call herself that. All so it's right. Not well, anything. Did she? Did she's, she? She's starting to call herself now. She's, okay, she's starting to, but she didn't start it. Yeah. No. Yeah. She, she didn't start it. Give herself she that didn't, title. but she has embraced it and she is wearing it. And I'm just like, no, ma'am, you have there's sometimes you know how we want some of these light skinned people to turn on these dark skinned roles. <laughs> you, you need to turn on this big voice role. I'm sorry, the vocal Bible, like the Bible in itself, just feels like such a big deal. It's just a big deal. And I, there's I, so many for me, within it. yeah, that, that's how I think it should be. I, I mean, think the that the vocal Bible God, be should him. be about vocals. And I don't think that she's the only vocalist that's worth noting. Oh, no. So I definitely think that she, of course, has space in the vocal Bible, whether it's tone, harmonies, all the type of stuff that the girls want to bring up. But yes. as far as her being the only one in there, not, not as long as Kiki White is still breathing, not as long as Fantasia Marino is still not breathing, as long as we can still not get as long as Whitney listen Houston to Whitney takes. Houston tracks from back in the day, or Mariah, or Mariah, Jennifer Hudson, or anybody like Jabricox. Even talk, what's Rochelle Pharrell? Uh, and we want to talk about uh, vocal we, acrobatics and uh, stunts and shows. Can we talk about it? Can we just? That's all I want to know. That's all we want to know. So, you know. The vocal Bible is too big for any one person. Yeah, and I'm sorry. I some refuse to chapters, call her that. Some people's chapters and books are bigger than others. But there's plenty in there for everybody. To, the lady guys, she, she puts out nice CDs. You know what I'm saying? When they come out, I just wasn't fucking with human. That didn't do nothing for me. But everything else has been cool. <laughs> yeah, I just, you know, don't understand. And that's another thing. Because I was kind of, I'm, I was kind of getting the idea of maybe what the girls were trying to say. Because Bring it home. Bring it Brandy, home as far as vocals, 
like I think that there's also something to be said about using your vocal as an instrument as far as like music. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, we'll listen to something she'll go, huh, 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 huh. Yes. Just like breathing or there's all these interesting sounds in the back that she makes with her voice. And so it's like she she finds her way into assisting the production. Yeah. But she's not the only one that does that. No, she's not. Like, listen to some she of these other people. I get I I understand why people want to give Brandy reverence because she does use her voice as the instrument that it is. Like she's not just singing. Like you said, she's handling, she's helping to, you know, beef up production. She's vocalizing, she's harmonizing, always on pitch, tone perfect. Like we get it. Like she's an all around gal and there's nothing wrong with that. But to specifically say this one person is the vocal Bible, like, no, yeah, I'm sorry. I, no. I can't. Y'all now while Kiki Wyatt is still here, who can go all the way up the scale and all the way back down that bitch. And Tamar can too. With power. With power. Like, and it's like, you know, the, enunciating I, every single word. Like I can hear every single word. Like everybody gives Ariana Grande so much. And I just don't get it because half the time I can't understand what the girl is saying. Like, these girls over here are enunciating every word. Kiki White can sit down pregnant and push out. You, you know what? We don't have to. That's what but, I'm saying. I just, it, it, it just triggers <laughs> me every time. I didn't mean to go there, but. <laughs> but yeah, check out Noah's Ark. It um, if you want to watch uh, seasons one and two, you can go to Logo. If you have the cable provider listed, you can watch it for free. If not, you can just got, you can get like a free pass for like 24 hours. That's what, that's what I did. I didn't see Xfinity on there. Um, Jumping the Broom and the Rona Chronicles are on YouTube. So go and check them out and just have a whole weekend like I did. Please and thank you. Uh, moving forward, Nick Cannon was fired from his NBC deal. I think it's NBC Universal. Yes. Like they have the whole thing with, um, oh, excuse me. They have like this whole thing. Or is it CBS? Whoever it is, he was whoever fired from somewhere it. big. <laughs> and whoever he was fired from, you know, um, of course, fired him for what they deemed as anti-Semitic remarks um, and his ideas that black people are the original Hebrews and so on and so forth. And I'm just like... I don't have an opinion. I don't know. That's, I was like, well... I don't, I don't have any... Is that what we just knocking people off for? Like, I mean, because... Well, you know, I'm not forgetting to them for the cancel my podcast. I personally... Look, I... Nick Cannon is cool. He's done what he's done for the culture. He's not quite my cup of tea. I don't really care for a while and now, but I know that that is a segment and population that he, you know, caters to and people want. Like, I'm just not the target audience for that. Mm-hmm. But um, as far as being the original Hebrews and all that other stuff, like, I'm not into religion. I'm not into the where all of the stuff came from. You know, the most I got is that they said we all started in Africa. After that, I'm at a blur. So I don't know. Um, was it anti-Semitic? I, I mean, I guess it could be perceived that way if you are someone who, um, is in the Jewish faith or you participate or your family. Like, I can see how people took it that way. I don't really know who's right or who's wrong in the situation. I really have not looked it up. I have not looked at any reports for myself. So, I really don't have an opinion. Could it be too strong? I don't know. Like. Are the heads of the networks that you're on, are those the people that got offended? Like, because we like know I who said, the, we just, know who they say sits at the head. So I just I don't really know. Hopefully, I will just say I hope justice is done in the best way possible. Maybe it was time for Nick to get off of that platform and go to revolt. You know, sometimes things just come to an end and you could end up in a better place than you were at first. So I hope that it works out for all involved and that everybody gets whatever they feel that the justice is for sure like so that's all i have <laughs> i'm team nick on this one i feel like uh i mean obviously i don't know the man personally all the way around um but i do like the fact that he has been very honest and vocal um and even has been someone that has walked away from stuff um, because of the way that he was treated mm-hmm. or because of how black people are treated, i.e. America's Got Talent. And so mm-hmm. um, I believe that it was his choice to leave and that he was not fired um, and that he walked away from an eight-figure paycheck because of um, claims that were later, you know, reconfirmed by Gabrielle Union. Right. That there's just kind of this whole racist 
energy um, as it pertains to the black talent and, you know, how the black talent does their hair or what the black talent is expected to do and things of that nature. So, you know, anytime somebody walks away from something that they feel strongly about, you know, it's real kudos um, on that because you always want to stand on what you believe in. Um, I do hope that Nick, you know, takes up Diddy's offer to join Revolt Mm -hmm. and, you know, kind of go on a black owned network. Um, and I just feel like I would also maybe like to see Mel Gibson fired for some shit. Like, oh, yeah. I feel like Mel Gibson has said all types of things and I'm sure now, that he he's met his. He said some, what I think most people consider anti-Semitic yes. people who identify as Jew, whether, you know, that's your lineage or your religion or whatever. So, yes. Um, like I said, I don't really keep up with the, what Nick Cannon is doing in the world. I'm just not his target audience, but you know. Sometimes things happen in order for better things to happen. Mm-hmm. So it could look like something that's terrible now. And maybe it was the best thing for him in the long run. Like we talk about black owned business and supporting black creatives and really being there. So sometimes when we aren't embraced with open arms for our controversial views by the heads of these networks and companies and all of that stuff then this could maybe be a win mm-hmm. in the end yeah i mean you know it's just you know it's all how you flip it it's all how you flip it it's, it's all how nick choose to chooses to look at it um he did bring a lot of creativity to wild and out i got to sit in a taping last year for it at tyler Perry studios and it was really cool um i hope that he retains the rights and stuff to that show because that is something that he created and that was his baby and he should have all of the um rights and stuff to it so i i just hope it works out for him in the end like i said i don't really keep up with it i don't know all the ins and outs of how all this is going but sometimes shit falls apart for something better to come up yeah so all i gotta say is fuck mel gibson until y'all got down put some respect on nick cannon's name all right um <laughs> nick cannon's also of course um in addition to being invited by revolt to appear on their television network is asking for the rights to wild and out um he said that it was his um his thought his you know his creation yeah. and he self-funded it so you know he says that belongs to him and if y'all are willing to part ways, I just want to walk away with what is mine. Yeah. Um, the name stays home. Yeah, the name stays home. <laughs> um, to circle back really quick to someone we spoke about a little earlier, Mrs. Azalea Banks um, decided to put her Twitter fingers to use. Oh, is um, she back? Yeah, she, she, she's back, <laughs> oh. kind of. Oh, um, <laughs> oh, my. Oh, my. I didn't even know. Oh, and she started with actually two tweets. One uh, says... Um, I am delighted that Nick Cannon is canceled. Amazing Grace. Wild and Out is canceled. Tee hee. And, you know, if you are maybe wondering what her connection to this is, um, Azalea Banks was famously on Wild and Out, I think on the last season or maybe the season before last. Um, and it actually ended up being this really big thing where she was, you know, just talking about, I guess, being attacked and mm-hmm. so on and so forth. Um, I don't necessarily know that she knew what environment she was going into, but she's a smart girl. So I imagine her not to just hop on something she don't know nothing about. And for someone who reads the way she does, I just was so surprised that she felt so insulted and was so sensitive about the comedians going back and forth with her. Um, But if you remember the episode, she ended up crying and so on and so forth. So you can probably safely stand on the fact that she's not team Nick Cannon and does not give a fuck if he continues on or not. I mean, she don't have to. Yeah. I mean, you know, I, I mean, I don't really, it's her right. It's her right. Like, you know, everybody can get on Twitter and say what they want to say. So if she's not here for Nick Cannon and, and is, you know, happy about his downfall, like, okay, girl, well, you know, and then there was that. Yeah. Hey girl, hope you're getting the help and the rest that you need as well. Yeah. I hope your soap <laughs> is doing good. Okay. Um, and where is it? I won't. I, I might. I her might soap. Get a little soap. Does she have an Etsy shop or something? Um, I think she just has a. It's like Cheapy XO. Oh, okay, that's her. Yeah. Okay. That's okay. her. I've been seeing that floating around, but her name is attached to it, which I'm sure is it's, probably on purpose. It's <laughs> definitely a good thing that it's not. <laughs> it's probably on purpose. Um, moving forward, um, P Valley is my newest addiction oh, i love the show for p valley um if you have stars um it's on stars and pretty much has been keeping the stars network warm while we are waiting on the additional books of power to come through 
Previously on Power. Um, actually, you know, and I, I, I lied. You remember you asked me where was it um, located? Like where? Where, uh-huh. um, where is P Valley? It's Houston. Uh-huh. It's actually Mississippi. Mississippi. Okay. Yeah. And I was like, that don't sound like Texas. Yeah. Okay. That makes way more sense now. Yeah. yeah. That makes way more sense. And okay. so, just a little synopsis of it. Um, it's got a hundred percent of Rotten Tomatoes, by the way. Um, it's a, a show set at the Pink, the P Y N K, which is a popular strip club in Mississippi, where intrigue abounds when the mysterious Autumn is welcomed by Mercedes, the dancer, and Uncle Clifford, the club's discreet owner. Um, if you have not seen Uncle Clifford yet, you'll want to. Baby, get ready. I promise you won't forget who Uncle Clifford is. Never. You never <laughs> um, will. The first episode appeared on um, Stars on July 12th. So if you haven't gotten into it, they've only done two episodes. So it's plenty of time to catch up. They're like an hour apiece. I sure will be. But it just, it, it was a nice little intro to a show about one of my favorite things, strippers um, in the South. And, you know, just the life of strippers in the strip club and the human side of it, what they do outside of business hours, mm-hmm. family attachments and entanglements, how you their know, lives are affected by what they do. Yeah. And the people around them wanting to leave the club as this is supposed to be a stepping stone, but never quite getting to your level of completion, aging out colorism, all of that. All so, of that. P Valley is a great show, and if you have stars or have a fire stick, search that bitch and find it. <laughs> um, I'm all, I would also like to highlight um, "I May Destroy You" by Michaela Cole. That's on HBO. Mm-hmm. Um, very great show. Um, I will put that a trigger warning here that the show does um, talk about her um, being sexually assaulted or raped. Um, at a club, someone put something in her drink and the struggles and things and telling her story that she's going through. So if you are interested in any kind of content like that, um, Michaela Cole is famous for the, chewing uh, gum. the show Chewing Gum. Mm-hmm. She was which, also in Black Mirror. Yes, she's been in a couple of episodes of Black Mirror. She mm-hmm. was not a central cast member, like a main character, but she's definitely been in a couple of Black, epi- Black Mirror episodes. Um, she's just a very great writer um i love that this show is about a black woman who is experiencing the things that she's experiencing um shows her friendships she's a writer so how it's affecting her writing just the different things that she's going through it's very very brilliantly done very well shot so if you have hbo or a way to you know get it for the free check her out it it may be some content that you're interested in as well how's everybody doing all right so that actually pretty much rounds us out it is that time of the day where we talk about our musical spotlight yes. and our musical spotlight this time beyonce is no, I, I, I thought it, beyonce <laughs> could be the musical spotlight every week i wouldn't be beyonce. mad is the shortcut wearing um we call it contralto voice voiced shoulder pad wearing 80s usher boy dress kicking Auntie Nita Baker. Oh, yes. I just got off work. Do you hear me? I got my work uh, skirt suit on <laughs> with my uh, tube socks and um, dad Nikes from back in the day. Like, they popular now. But yeah, back in the day, they, they those weren't. were for the working women, okay? Yeah. I just got off work. I got to get to the train. I can't be walking in these hills after a full eight, nine hours. And she said, baby, I'm going to take it to the club. Yeah, Anita was shortcut goals. Uh-huh. If you were anybody that rocked a shortcut, Anita was probably on your board for you to pick the number. I want the number 13, the uh-huh. Anita or the whatnot. Anita. Auntie was just always so classy, so soulful. She's got a voice that is instantly recognizable yes, it is. when you hear it and has blessed us with such songs as Angel. Mm. You're the best thing yet. Yes. Sweet love. Woo. Caught up in the rapture. Mm. You bring me joy. Yes. Same old love 365 days a week. Okay. No one in the world. Giving you the best that I got. Giving you. Fairy tale. Mm. Body and soul. Mm-hmm. I apologize. Yes. And the list goes on. And it goes on. Like when I tell you that this lady has gone through and done for music what you are supposed to do. Yes. You are supposed to create a sound. Uh-huh. You are supposed to inspire the girls coming up after you. Yes. You did with Tony Braxton mm-hmm. and the lights. Yes. Um, because there at the time weren't 
the different styles of there there wasn't a, a voice like this no there wasn't this voice it was here it's sopranos it's the girls that can hit the high notes this voice here mm. coughed the lane for tony braxton brown liquor voice and anybody else yes. with a you know non-traditionally deep voice Jasmine Sullivan. do you hear she me be in there you know what i mean just just the way that she would do it in the power that she put my, I remember going to see Anita in concert in Atlanta, uh-huh. and Auntie had a cuckoo on her head, but baby, that voice was on Layla point. Layla Hathaway, that would be another one. Yes, ma'am. Layla Hathaway is first of all come in and goddamn maybe freak the damn angel song. I say it's good. I, I yes, will never give so nobody good. better than Ooh, Anita. It's so good. But all she did that, good. and then then Tyrese go through and um no she went through and redid Tyrese's "Have I Told You I Love You." Uh huh. Yeah. So and, I was like, yeah. Um, Monica did it as well on the little movie that she had on mm-hmm. MTV. She was it uh, Love Song? Love Song. Mm-hmm. Now, see, back when MTV was doing movies and they yeah. actually had music, you know, I'm sure you girls don't know about that now. But for those of you who do, you may remember when Monica was in Love Song. It was real. Didn't she have like a white boyfriend or something? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. That was, you know, it was real just. She's real setting the stage for Say Less something Dance. something Ryan. What was his name? Something Ryan. It was like two, it was two first names. Um, let's see. Billy Ryan, Bobby Ryan. His name, like the actor's name, or his name in his the show. His name in the movie. It was he had two first names. It was like his first, like his last name was a first name. Was it Billy Ryan? Let's Bobby see. Because child, I didn't pick it up. Damn. Either way, this was this was about Billy Ryan. Billy Ryan. Billy Ryan. That's his name. Billy Ryan. Okay, mm-hmm. I was right. So child, I've got Mrs. Atkins and and Chili and Rachel True was in this. Uh huh. Yes, they were. They was like, I mean, you know, he white or whatever, but you know, go ahead, girl. You know, hyping her up. It did. But yes, Auntie Anita, like, I mean, just where there there is no, go do homework. That's please. all I can. That's all I can say is that with you know the protests and things going on and all of the attention on black creatives, black music, black lives. Anita Baker is one of them. And oh, yes. You need to go and do your Spotify's. Like, Mama wrote songs. <laughs> she sang them. Everything. Go like, do your Apple Music's. Go she has do- decided to sit down and retire, and they turned that into a whole fucking tour. The people said, we don't want you to go. We don't want you to go. Great, come on and sing what you've been singing. Like, Please. You know, we don't need nothing new. We if you definitely give us don't. something new, that's great. But you don't have to. Like Maybe you can keep coming here, hell looking however you want it to. Uh-huh. Keep us in the rapture. I'll just you go with this black long dress. Uh-huh. Nothing too salacious because I'm just up here to sing. I'm just up here to sing. Are you, it's some spirits that are just so warm. I just came to sing for y'all and it's That's it. it. <laughs> That's if you it. know where that movie is from. Now, we changed the line a little bit, yeah. but if you know where it's from, you know, go ahead and let us know in the comments or yeah. something. Please and thank you. But yes, but yes, Anita. Miss oh Auntie Anita. Auntie Anita, yes. It's definitely our musical spotlight for this week's episode of Opinionated and Podcast she by she Teddy Caladimos. Yeah. Um, that wraps us up on this good Tuesday night. Mm-hmm. Thank you for listening for whenever this is posted, whether it's Wednesday <laughs> morning or something, you know how the shit goes. Um, It'll be up when it's up. Yeah, and you'll listen to it when it's out. Uh-huh. Uh, but thank you very much. And until next time, we're out. Bye. Bye.